This is Dr. Tio Wan Lin, and welcome to my podcast, Dermatologist Talks: Science of Beauty. Today's episode is going to be about sonic cleansing, as well as the effects of airborne pollution on skin. We are going to start with the most fundamental step in a skincare regimen: cleansing. This episode is made possible by Foreo. The Luna Three and the UFO Two are home facial devices by Foreo. The Luna Three is a two-in-one device with an enhanced T-Sonic facial cleansing brush and firming massager for the face and neck. The UFO Two is the latest smart mask treatment that combines dermal technologies with Korean mask formulas for a home facial treatment. The UFO Two's hyperinfusion technology uses your skin's natural reactions to heat and cold, as well as T-Sonic pulsations that boost absorption of active mask ingredients. Well, on the topic of cleansing, I've always wondered: Well, can you over cleanse? I tend to have oilier skin, especially in the T zone, and in Singapore's hot and humid climate, it's pretty tempting for me to cleanse my face every time it feels oily. Can I cleanse my face multiple times a day? What is the ideal number of times I should wash my face? This is a question I get quite a lot. It seems intuitive, but it really isn't. That's because of the influence of lifestyle and environmental factors that affect the individual's preferences for cleansing routines as well. In terms of the recommended frequency of cleansing, I would suggest cleansing your face twice a day as a baseline, and if you do sports in between and you have combination or oily skin, it's perfectly all right to cleanse right after the sporting activity, provided you are using a gentle cleanser that respects the skin barrier. That is typically one which is pH balanced. One would avoid the alkaline type of cleanses because these tend to disrupt the skin barrier. Amino acid surfactants, for example, are known to be gentle on the skin barrier as a daily cleanser, as opposed to traditional sulfate-based cleanses. However, what I don't recommend for individuals who suffer from dry skin, or if you have combination skin and your T zone is the one that's predominantly oilier than the rest of your face, is to use a lathering cleanser more than twice a day. It is very important because if you have dry skin or combination skin where your cheeks tend to be quite dry. If you increase the frequency of cleansing because of sports and use a lathering cleanser, then it predisposes to developing skin sensitivity, which is a form of eczema. Ah, I see. So the type of cleanser really makes a difference here. Well, on the topic of gentle yet effective cleansing, Foreo Luna Three is a facial cleansing massager that utilizes T-sonic pulsations for a deeper cleanse to wash away dirt, oil, sweat, and makeup from your pores. Well, how the T-sonic waves work is that they are essentially sound waves. They pulsate really quickly to gently shake loose dirt and makeup residue. Doctor Tio, can you tell us a little bit more about Foreo Sonic Cleansing? I have reviewed the Foreo Luna Three personally, and I find that it is a solidly designed device,、um, in a way that fulfills the criteria of an ideal sonic、uh, cleansing facial device. Notably, Foreo's patented T-Sonic technology has 
technical、um, specifications of up to eight thousand pulsations per minute with sixteen sonic pulsation intensities that allow you to control the power level. This is important because of the effectiveness in removing microparticulate matter from environmental pollutants that settle on skin. The silicon brush heads are extremely soft and gentle on skin, an important criteria of an ideal sonic cleansing device to minimize skin sensitivity. What I wish to highlight is that there is now a better way to cleanse that's proven by dermatological science. Sonic cleansing is an effective method of removing physical debris, the mixture of sweat, oil, and grime that is a breeding ground for microorganisms and bacteria. Sonic cleansing is able to dislodge these physical particles without stripping the skin of its inherent moisture or by disrupting the skin barrier. Speaking of sonic cleansing, lots of people throw around the term double cleansing, and it's also a staple in many skincare routines. Well, what is double cleansing, and what are its benefits? Double cleansing has traditionally been recommended as an effective way to dissolve makeup pigments on skin.、Um, this includes oil-soluble pigments such as eyeliner, mascara,、um, and then following up with a lathering cleanser, which leaves your skin feeling cleansed. The problem with double cleansing alone is that it may not physically dislodge all the particles that are on your skin. We do know that there is evidence、um, that pollutants which settle on your skin from the environmental exposures do alter the skin microbiome,、um, what we call the microbiome signature, as well as affect the entire skin aging process, known as the skin exposome concept. You mentioned before that the type of cleanser we use matters when it comes to determining how frequently we should cleanse our face. Can you explain what the different types of cleansers are and which ones we should be using? Back to the question of how to manage if you need to cleanse your face more than twice a day. For the additional、um, cleansing steps, I feel that it is important to use one that is ultra gentle. It's really important to understand that the process of cleansing isn't about leaving your skin feeling squeaky clean, but rather allowing the cleansing solutions to emulsify the residual debris, pigments, oil, in order for it to be physically removed with running water. It's also about Restoration of the skin microbiome. This is opposed、uh, to the idea of washing your dishes clean. So,、um, you know, if you imagine you want to ensure there are zero particles, zero germs on it,、uh, that's not the way facial cleansing works. Emulsifying cleansers can help to dissolve the pigments, debris,、um, without stripping the skin barrier dry, as opposed to a lathering cleanser. Emulsifying cleansers tend to be oil-based. Micellar formulas can also fulfill this function, except that it can still be drying for individuals with very sensitive skin. Now, it's also important that the process of cleansing doesn't damage the skin barrier, which means it should leave a humectant or a moisturizing layer on skin. 
Amino acid cleansers are much gentler than traditional sulfate-based cleansers as they have a lower pH which maintains a healthy skin barrier. For example, the Foreos Microfoam Cleanser is an amino acid-based cleanser which respects the skin barrier. Well, actually, the Foreo Microfoam Cleanser takes all the boxes for a gentle cleanser. It can be used in combination with the Luna 3 to help massage the formula into the skin. Moving on, the term anti-pollution has been popular in skincare recently. We know the dangerous pollution can bring to our health, especially our lungs, but can it also affect our skin? Can you tell us more about the effects of pollution on our skin? The effects of air pollution on skin have recently gained interest in the dermatology community. We are aware of the respiratory and cardiac issues. Um, you know, these are all effects of airborne pollution. But its effect on skin has only recently been described by researchers. The key thing here is that we need to understand that there are certain biochemical, biophysical effects of airborne pollutants, both indoors and outdoors. These will impact skin metabolism, inflammatory processes, um, oxidative stresses, which means that the skin is going to be less able to respond to the free radical damage that occurs on a daily basis um, due to um, either environmental factors or from biological aging itself. Well, can you tell us a little bit more about the type of pollution that can be dangerous for our skin? For example, I've heard that tobacco smoke can really affect the quality and condition of our skin. Tell us more about the scientific evidence behind this. Polyaromatic hydrocarbons, ground-level ozone, now these are well-described outdoor pollutants and its effects on skin have been researched. Primarily, the issue here is that pollutant levels will be proportionately delivered to your skin um, and these will activate cell metabolism um, and inflammatory processes. In certain cellular studies performed on human epidermal keratinocytes that have been exposed to environmental ozone, it was actually found that activated, um, it activated certain cytochrome genes. This phenomenon was similarly observed um, when an individual uh, was exposed to tobacco smoke. What we observe also is that this results in the production of free radicals, also known as reactive oxygen species, involved in oxidative stress processes. One must also bear in mind that there are certain interactions between the airborne pollutants and ultraviolet light. All these directly correlate to the level of antioxidants present in your skin. For example, after exposure to ozone, there has been a reduction in vitamin C and E levels observed in the upper epidermis, which is the top layer of skin in mouse models. And similar findings um, have also reported it in humans when tests are done over the forearm area. So what exactly does pollution do to our skin? Does it age it? What is the scientific evidence behind that? The acceleration of skin aging is also of concern here. 
What we do know is that the risks of acquiring sunspots, also known as lentigo, were actually higher after exposure to uh, PM 2.5 particulate matter. Furthermore, skin aging analysis um, was also uh, done in relation to indoor pollution in a Chinese study, whereby the group that used solid fuels in an indoor environment actually had an increased risk of causing um, skin wrinkles and um, increased wrinkles, especially over the back of your hands. There were also other signs of skin aging observed, such as increased laxity of the eyelids and the cheeks. Additionally, one must not forget that the skin microbiome being of great interest these days in the skincare and cosmeceutical research industry is also affected by exposure to airborne pollutants. A study done in Germany found that there was a difference in the microflora present on skin that was exposed to ozone versus skin that wasn't exposed to this airborne pollutant. What we found was that there was a decrease um, in the almost, um, you know, by half in the uh, skin microflora in the group uh, that was exposed to the airborne pollutants. Um, this was described in the paper. However, in terms of how to interpret this data, um, it is probably still fairly uncertain how this translates um, into the effects that these uh, traffic-related pollutants um, have on the skin microbiome. Well, how about if I have acne-prone oily skin? How does pollution affect that? Another interesting aspect that we should consider is the effect of pollution on acne and um, excess production of oil, also known as hyposaboria. The studies so far have determined that the impact of pollution can directly increase the breakouts of acne and is attributed um, to the skin exposome um, concept as one of the factors involved in skin aging. Well, in the similar vein, can pollution aggravate skin conditions like eczema? In a recent review, in terms of the impact of pollution on eczema, it is noteworthy that um, an increase in particulate matter pollutants was found to aggravate symptoms of eczema in several studies. So I think it's important to understand that, well, you know, we have this body of evidence now, um, which demonstrates growing evidence um, of the interactions that pollutants have with skin, our understanding of how pollutants, um, you know, how they may activate skin metabolism and inflammation, this has also contributed to our attempts to treat this, um, this sort of pollution-related damage with anti-pollution skincare. It's important to then process how all these interventions directly impact the cellular pathways in order to counteract the effects of air pollution. This means that a well-designed sonic cleansing device such as the Foreo um, Luna 3 has the added benefit of removing mi microparticulate matter such as um, environmental pollutants from the skin, which augment traditional cleansing methods. This is especially relevant given the current mask knee phenomenon arising from uh, prolonged mask wear.
Bacteria play a important role in the development of various dermatological conditions, and the scientific literature does suggest that sonic cleansing can be part of adjuvant treatment in order to improve the skin microbiome. So today we've answered essential questions about one of the fundamental steps in skincare, cleansing, and the importance of a gentle cleanser that really respects the skin barrier. We've also learned about the benefits of adding sonic cleansing to your cleansing skincare regimen, and how it has the added benefit of functioning as an anti-pollution skincare intervention by removing the microparticulate 2.5 matter from the surface of your skin. Well, after today's episode, we now also know the dangers of pollution on skin and how a good cleansing regimen can minimize oxidative stress from environmental pollutants. Well, that's it for this week's episode on Dermatologist Talks Science of Beauty. Find out more about the Luna 3, UFO 2, and other skincare devices on www.foreo.com or at foreo underscore sg on Instagram. You can follow Dr. Teo on Instagram at Dr. Teo Wan Lin, where she posts updates on the latest podcast episodes. And be sure to visit our website at www.scienceofbeauty.net. <laughs>